0: Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We've got a real cool guest on the other side of our screen. Amanda's sitting over there on the couch. She normally doesn't. She normally sits in that chair over there, but now we're doing this couch
1: thing. I do the couch What's well, the thing Zoom thing? Whenever, the Zoom couch thing. Yeah, whenever we're talking to somebody on Zoom, I sit on the couch. And we've got a real cool guest, man. Super cool. Our guest is cool. We've talked about you on the
0: podcast before, actually. And I I don't know if you know this your video on on YouTube on the on the A- ABMP channel you've got like killer views by comparison to the other stuff that's up there. Have you checked that out yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's like, exciting. it's 1.8k it's it's one, 1. views compared to, uh, that's, that's freaking blows all the other videos that they have out of the water. So well, this is going to be a good talk. This is going to be a good talk.
1: Yeah, man. Well, let's not leave people in suspense. Hey everyone, it's Amanda. It is a, I was about to say Monday because here Might in well Tarana in Canada, we just came off of a long weekend. Yesterday was family day. Family I don't day. think you guys have that as a thing. Not even in... all of
0: Canada has family day, by the way. Oh yeah, different, uh, different provinces have provinces. different,
1: anyway. Here in Ontario, we celebrated Family Day yesterday, which is which is just a day off to hang out with your family, which we did. And so today is Tuesday. And if you
0: didn't, oh, forget it, okay, go ahead. If
1: you didn't, if you didn't, what were we going to say? Nothing. If you didn't, you're lucky. We all drove Mark crazy yesterday, I'm no, sure.
0: I mean, if you didn't, then uh, I don't know, man, maybe you should have to, you should have to go to work that day. No. <laughs> it should be exclusive for only people that hang out with their families. If you took the opportunity to do something
1: else, then fuck it, you should be at work. Send all hate. <laughs> mail to mark i have nothing to do with this commentary what do i know uh well yeah our guest as you might be able to tell then is not canadian we are talking to jonathan and i think if i'm doing this correctly he's in colorado but
0: the bigger question is who is your favorite canadian
1: <gasps> oh. oh my
0: gosh wow uh, do you want me to give you choices? I can give you choices. Yeah, yeah. All do. right, you have to choose between <laughs> you have to choose between Jim Carrey, Jim
2: Carrey. Actually, I know John... my, my favorite Canadian. Oh, oh who is one? it? All right, go for it. Uh, Ryan Ashley huh? is my favorite Canadian. He's uh, probably nobody knows who he is. He's a, a men's group leader. Um, he's uh, an incredible uh, person in soul. So, yeah, there's my favorite Canadian. There's your favorite Canadian. Right I yeah.
1: am now, because <laughs> I've got a people-pleasing problem, I am going to figure out a way to become your favorite Canadian, starting now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sweet.
1: <laughs> so, Jonathan, um, if you've listened to other episodes, uh, we had Leslie on yeah. who spoke about Jonathan. I think Joe spoke about Jonathan. Jonathan recently um, was featured in a documentary called Touched a mas- massage story and we watched that documentary recently. It was, really it was really good. And um it was fun to see Leslie actually in in the documentary because yeah. we've had her on an episode before. And we wanted Jonathan to come and talk about the experience of making the documentary, how this all came to happen, and really just about himself because you must be a very interesting young man to have cameras follow you around all day.
2: Humbled, a humbled young man, <laughs> I, I would say it, it's incredible. And yeah, I'll share about the story how they found me and what that all meant but you know really trying to tell a story bigger than myself well, let's
1: start with an introduction Jonathan for those who haven't heard of the documentary or haven't seen you before or heard the episodes where we've talked about you and I mean mm. the people talking about you you want to talk about being humbled we're saying like you you brought them to tears with your treatments. so I am mm. really excited to see mm. where this conversation is gonna go but yeah, uh, yeah introduction of who you are how long you've been practicing if you as a make me cry fucker
0: i gonna be very upset <laughs> If you make me cry, <laughs> I'm going to be very upset. All right. I get a gold star.
2: All right, right oh, Johnny. you cry before, Mark. So, oh, be so, introduce yourself for us. Let's do it. Um, so, yes, my name is Jonathan Grassi. I'm, I'm an LMT here in Colorado. Um, I've been an LMT now for 16 years. I definitely had no idea what I was getting into when I got into this journey, but man, it blows my mind every day. Um, I now run a clinic um, called the Body Work for Liberation Clinic out in Colorado. I have therapists on my team. And this journey has been just wild. Like I mean, you guys know it's it's every day you learn something new, you discover something about yourself, you grow as a human being. And so I continue to be inspired. Um that inspiration brought me to the World Massage Championship in Denmark where I competed and was able to place. And then um then I was found and selected by this documentary team from out in Hollywood that wanted to come out and share this story about massage therapists. So I'm just so honored um to to kind of represent our profession to represent these hands. Um, and really the, the, our goal all along has been to represent voices that are not represented, uh, which so often massage therapists are kind of the underdog in the healthcare profession. So, Mm -hmm. um, just, just jazzed to be here with you guys. Thank you so much for having me and any way I can support, um, your listeners and share the passion. Awesome. That was, uh, that was very nice <laughs> like,
1: I, I, don't, I, I feel like i can't even jump in with our usual nonsense I, well,
0: well, okay let's start here I want to know I want to know how did how did you get selected for yeah. this for this documentary, and then did you have like what was your initial reaction when 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 it was proposed to you, because I know my reaction would have been, mm, nah, I'm not interested. Because that's just me. I'm private like that, right? Yeah. I know it sounds stupid that I'm holding a microphone. And I it talk does about sound stupid. Of, but on. The bottom one. <laughs> I, I I would probably decline on something like that. So it fascinates the hell out of me that someone proposed this to you and you're like. Cool. Let's give this a go.
2: Yeah. Chandler was doing a a search to find, you know, he had heard about the championship. He heard about all this stuff that was happening and he started like Googling, asking around, you know, he found some really cool stuff. Um, you know, like massage therapists for rock stars, massage therapists that use snakes to do massage, um, you know, just flashy, wild stuff. And then he found yeah. me, um, the bronze medalist guy on the website. And he was like, oh, let me just try to reach out. And and so he reached out via this contact form. And I was like, what, what is that film thing? I, I was I was like, <laughs> I don't know what this is. But the, the more I looked at, it, I was like, let me reach out to this guy. Let me give him a shot. Let's see what he's all about. And, and he is the real deal. Um, he's a young man. He has so much heart and passion. This was a passion project for him. And he wanted to share like a story that's never been told. I think our profession so often is represented in the media, you know, in ways that don't really honor us, you know, or represent us as kind of the butt of the joke, if if even. And he wanted to do something different. He wanted to show... You know the original title that they were thinking of was "Humble Hands," hmm. and this was going to be like the chef's table of massage therapy, where they wanted to you know go around the world and maybe they still will. I hope they do, um, and feature different massage therapists from different countries. So right. um, I'll try to get them to go to Canada. But the <laughs> the the exciting part was that there's, you know, he he saw us. You know, he saw us and he wanted um, to try to find somebody who could who could share that story. And and I'm so grateful that he he selected me to be a part of that. And I wasn't. You know, I was nervous about it, but I wasn't um I knew that there was a huge opportunity here and if i could if I could land it, if I could ground myself, if I could you know speak my truth, speak from my heart, that you know I could share something uh pretty special and pretty um unique about the the vulnerability. The intimacy, the power, the healing of this profession, and all that's possible uh, when one human being touches another, and the the international community that supports this because this is a universal language, as you guys know, mm-hmm. this is something deeper um, than than it, it just to me. It's one of the deepest art forms in the world what we do with our hands, and it's a form of direct communication that goes beyond. I think you know so many other things out there. It's 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 truly. Uh, magic is truly miraculous, and hopefully, and I really believe we did. We're able to bring some of that magic um, to the people through what they captured, you know, in the documentary. The mm. massage on the mountaintops, massage in the big amphitheater, uh, massage underwater—all uh, the, you know, the not just the, you know, techniques, but the heart behind it. Right.
1: Yeah, it's interesting when you said uh, that the the um, that society can sometimes look at massage therapists as the butt of the joke, and you do have so much passion it was very obvious in the documentary um, just even watching you perform treatments but in what you were saying but it's interesting that you somebody who is so passionate and views massage as healthcare and you understand that it is also an art form that you were attracted to the world massage championships I'm not sure if you (laughs) know I don't know if it's just a Canadian thing but there's some controversy surrounding that there are therapists who believe I I feel like it's very Canadian and um, I'm I'm not saying I agree with these Canadians because I have now spoken to many of you who have been involved in the championships in some way, and I view it in a very different light. But what was it about this opportunity for you that attracted you to want to go and compete
2: in something like this? Absolutely. And I totally understand. Of course, when I first learned about it too, I felt exactly the same way. How could you make this incredibly intimate healing experience you know, a public spectacle, so to speak, mm-hmm. or you know, put it out that way and judge it in that way? Um, how could you do that? But the more I learned about it, the more it seemed like an incredible opportunity. Who else do I want to hang out with but people who are willing to travel all around the world to do this crazy thing together and be that passionate? It's it's I felt like, you know, for me, if I really ground this a little bit here. For me to grow as a therapist, I have to push my boundaries. So this was a rite of passage for me. If I want to have incredible levels of comfort in the treatment room and offer something beyond standard practice, I have to go to these kind of like, you know, rites of passage or levels that help me expand. You know, if I can do massage in a huge room with you know, three judges from international competition critiquing me and watching me over my shoulder. How much more resource am I going to be in my treatment room? How much more inspired am I going to be by learning things I've never seen before um, from around the world? And how can I bring that back to my clients? So, the more I learned about it, the more the the pros were uh, an awesome incentive to to go do it, to go try it and to um, to bring this to my community, which was really uh, really what my goal was.
1: Yeah, I think that um, a lot of the criticism definitely comes from people who maybe haven't really looked into what it's all about. Because like yourself, Jonathan, when I first heard about this, I was like, a, a competition? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't understand it. Because I, I was also looking at it as, you know, each person is different, the way you perform treatments is going to be based on, like, I was thinking of it as, I, you know, I think a lot of people think it's, You know, as you said, somebody performing massage with like snakes—like they think it's just all these tricks—and it's not about Mm. the healing, which is not the case. Now that I've actually looked into it a little bit more, there's gotta be
0: those those. (laughs) Let's not kid ourselves. There probably is a whole bunch of just flashy shit that happens. Oh, definitely. We've
1: heard about (laughs) some of it. We've seen some photos of flashy (laughs) shit.
0: Let's not make it seem like it doesn't have those elements. Of course it it does.
1: But if that's what you think the championships is—completely that it's just a bunch of people going to show off like really crazy things. There's the element that you're missing, which is what Jonathan just said, if getting together with therapists internationally and getting to learn from each other and see what other people do. And I think just like going to conferences and things like that, it it makes you want to be a little it makes you want to be better and it excites you and sort of reignites you because when you're in your little treatment room, treating your same patients, especially if you're a therapist that's been around a long time, you probably have. Uh, sort of your standard client base, you might not even be accepting new patients anymore. And you can definitely get into sort of this hamster wheel of doing the same thing day in and day out. So I I can see how this could be really beneficial to reignite you to learn from you. And I can't remember the guy's name. I want to say he was from Poland in the documentary. I cannot remember. But just somebody talking about them watching you perform your treatments. And he was like, I just want to hang out with that guy. Like, I can't, I can just imagine it's such a great place to like make connections with people you would otherwise probably never interact with.
0: That's the thing that's missed because I think the word in Canada, in, in the regulated provinces where it's, you know, under the provincial government where massage therapy is classified as healthcare, oh. I think a lot of the therapists that put up the, the big barrier to it is because of the word competition, yes. right? If, if it wasn't necessarily titled competition, maybe it was a Massage Therapy Expo Or something along those lines I think they would look at it A little bit differently But mm. I totally get What you're saying And, and like, like Amanda says Like we had Ryan on and we spoke the same thing It's like Because Ryan's from Ontario mm-hmm. And he went to compete And he's like Listen You've got exactly what you said. You've got a whole bunch of people that are overly passionate about this thing. And it's just a great learning experience. It's it's just great to be around that energy. And who doesn't want to just watch what other people do and pick up things? And even if you're not picking up things, just really getting into what other people are doing and what's their approach, what's their methodology, what's the rationale behind what you're doing. Why like, are you lighting me on fire? Exactly. I want to know the but, answers. But all that stuff is good. <laughs> guess what? The same way I want to know what the other person's house looks like on the inside, like I kind of want to know what <laughs> goes on in your treatment room yeah and there's mm. nothing wrong with this idea but they're all hung up on this idea of competition it's the competition, idea of competition that gets people right we're well, healthcare on competition
1: yeah what do you think about that Jonathan well, that, that it's a competition but let's
0: also look at it from another side of it though because he's talking about like you know the art of this whole thing yes. and displaying the art of this whole mm. thing what you do as an artist as a body worker right these cats that are shitting on the idea of competition they're not looking at it from that angle At all, one hundred percent, they're not looking at it from that angle. You know what I mean? Like, I'm happy to go to a music festival and listen to a bunch Mm -hmm. of artists perform their art. The same way, I'd be happy to go to massage competition, whatever you want to call it, and watch all these different artists display their art. Right? That's got a whole different flavor to it. But that's also what
1: this thing is, and that's what these guys are missing. The premise that massage therapy, yes, is therapy, but there is an art form to it. And those of us who have been around for a long time recognize that I I don't know how many therapists we've had on here, that I've come to realize, there's so many massage therapists that also have a creative side. There's, I don't know, you're all artists, all of you, like outside of the therapy world as well. So sorry, back to you, Jonathan, what do you think about it being a competition? Like, does did that turn
2: you off? Um, well, just speaking back on Mark Mark's saying, a, a couple of things. Number one, Mark, I totally agree with you. There are people who are, you know, they're going there to like win the Olympics. You know, that's like their their main <laughs> goal. And that's there too. And that's cool. You know, great. Um, and then there's the arts form side of it. Like I love watching drum battles, you know, or rap battles. Exactly. I like, do. That's, that's fun for me. Uh, but of course, it's not for everybody. You know, that's a certain type of expression and experience. So yeah, not everybody does get into that. But number three, it's it's really about how you approach it too. I think you can go there and kind of have an okay experience or you can have an awesome experience. Meaning, you know, I went to the park the day before the event and we were all doing trades on each other and nobody's filming and nobody's trying to like you know make anything happen. It, it, we had time to connect. And so I made time to have experiences around the championship to really make it juicy for me and, and meaningful. Um, and so you know, for me it was it was mission accomplished, no matter what happened it was a way to to become a better body worker for me does anyone go and have a shitty experience um well i think if you're totally focused on winning mm. you know then it could be you know it could be a, a not you know it could be a downside to yeah, that Yeah, know, it's overly yeah, okay. overly uh, attached to that outcome yeah i think it's better to go like hey i'm just going to go do my best i'm going to learn where i am and who i am and the perspective of how you know the world sees me, how these experts see me. And, you know, hey, if I don't win, darn, that's uh, that's really good constructive feedback for me. So <laughs> I'm going to take something away anyway. It really <laughs> is so artsy like that. And it really depends on where you're coming from.
0: Like, for example, I used to play a lot of music. And there'd be times mm-hmm. when we're going to play a show and there's a lot of bands on the bill. And sometimes you're watching just looking to see how shitty another band is and saying, we're just going to blow this fucking show out of the water because we're so much better. And then there's other times when you go and you just, you're just you just an audience member and I'm just like digging on someone else's music. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, it's a weird go like that. Because mm-hmm. when, you, when you talked about the idea of rap battles, because I started watching a lot on on Instagram like these, these Red Bull dance competitions and they're, they're, dance, <laughs> they're dance battles. Yeah. But <laughs> the one thing that blows my mind is that dance community it's so community. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you you I mean, place, you don't place, you finish last. You, it's just a good yeah. time all the way around. I don't know, man. It's just, it's a strange thing. I like it though. I dig it. We are not ready for that here, but I totally <laughs> dig
1: it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think there's there's some of us that are ready for that because massage therapy, yes, we're regulated healthcare here. And I, I think that the messaging is that it doesn't take away from the fact that It's healthcare, but a Mm. a very large percentage of us, a very large percentage of of us focus our practice on wellness. And I mean, things like art form and rhythm and all of these things that go into a treatment and, you know, the therapist really tuning into the body and the energy in the Mm. room and all of these things that, yes, it's, 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 but they're. But, but anyway.
0: there there's there's also technical aspects of all of this mm-hmm. stuff yes, as well. There are. Right. The mm-hmm. same way where you might be watching a figure skating competition. There's 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 the artistic side of it, and then mm-hmm. there's also the technical side of it. Yeah. So like that's how and I don't know how judging works at a massage competition. Well, Ryan kind of gave
1: us the breakdown well, of... of
0: I don't I don't remember, I should <laughs> say then because I smoke too much. But you get the idea. Yeah. Like so I I see how the, and to answer the question, because a lot of the times when this gets thrown into a Facebook group or something like that and everyone mm-hmm. starts to shit on this. They're like, do chiropractors have competitions? Do by the way, paramedics do, at least in, in Ontario. Like, They have mm-hmm. paramedic games. Like, yeah. You want to talk medical? Uh, I'm pretty sure you might put a paramedic uh, a little bit higher up on the scale in terms of quote-unquote medical than massage therapist. So when you're doing that comparison, folks. And uh, by the way, there's a lot of university med programs that do things like games and competitions in that program, you know what I mean? They'll have surgery competitions within this med school program. It's actually really interesting if anyone took the time to go look at it versus just throwing down a a stupid comment like, do other medical professionals do this? Well, the answer is, yeah. Some of them do. I just also Hmm.
1: don't know mm-hmm. why, just because we're healthcare, why there can't be an aspect of fun and community that exists. It doesn't take away anything. It doesn't make us seem less serious, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't see anything even wrong with a little bit of competition. And let's be honest, like, I'm just telling the truth here. In every profession, massage included, you're going to have therapists who are fucking phenomenal that you're like, I, I could like, I'd bow down to this person. You're going to have therapists that are great. You're going to have therapists that are good. You're going to have ones that are okay. And you're going to have ones that you're like, I will pay you to stop touching me. So that's, (laughs) that's just reality. So again, I don't see a problem with if it's going to maybe bring on some learning or cause people to want to get a little bit better. I don't, I don't know. I don't see any big issue with it. Even if it doesn't do any of that,
0: I still don't see the issue no, with there's it. there's no see issue. I mean?
1: Everybody should lighten up. But anyway. I
0: do want to ask you a question though from, from kind of a more a technical side for, from, the, from the documentary. The end product of that was that what you expected? Was there any part of like all of the footage that was being done and everything else? Did you ever feel like mm, this is this is going a certain way, whether it's good or bad? But I'm curious uh-huh. if the end the end product was like, yeah, that's kind of what I thought was going to come out of it, or was it different than what you thought? And if it was different, I want to know how you thought that how you thought it was going to be.
2: That's a great question, Mark. I, I think it was very similar and very different from what I saw, uh, from what I imagined. I think um, Chandler, you know, Chandler's not a massage therapist. So that perspective as like from an outsider, like what the public wants to see and feel and and learn, you know, that um, I felt like there was a lot more of that, which I think was a good thing for my end. um, I was like, well, uh, let's... uh, you know, in Chef's Table, you know they had those images where they're like scrolling around the the flaming whatever caviar, and you know, I'm I was imagining a little bit more of uh, of some of the super technical um, stuff to show some of that. And you know, um, I also really loved the, I mean, I'm beyond love the the end product. I think it's it's an incredible introduction to the deeper part of massage therapy, which is exactly what I wanted. I wanted people, I wanted the public to be able to see something that was uh, made them go, aha. I've never thought a massage therapist that way. I've never imagined the heart or the effort or the time and energy that these people put into this profession. And and wow, I really I really see them in a new light. And that you know that was mission accomplished. And and Chandler was amazing in, in allowing me even to share my ideas. You know, as we went along, or what you know, as he was crafting what he thought was the story. You know, we got to say, hey, let's let's try this, let's try that, and he got to pick and choose. It was a really collaborative process. Nice, um, quite quite special. Yeah. It blows me away. I'm interested in that stuff.
1: It is super interesting. How long did it take from start to finish working with Chandler? What was this process like for you?
2: Yeah, this was uh gosh, it was a two-year process total um to make the documentary. And um the actual filming was about a week and a half um of live on time. I booked like blocked out the whole week to be with him for him to come in and watch me do clients, we do multiple interviews. You know, he'd come in and say, like, well, you probably uh let's try that again. Mm. <laughs> so we you know, we did stuff over. Um, and um, we had that that beautiful community class scene that you guys maybe got to see the, where I did the rose exercise. Um, so that was a really special day that we filmed. I mean, the, the whole thing was a peak experience for me. Um, just such a, you know, to me, body work, it's not just an art form. It's not just um, something I do to help people feel good. It's also part of my spirituality in a sense. You know, it's how I connect with people. It's how I connect with life. Um, and to share, you know, a portion of that, of who I am, um and I think many of us can resonate with that. Um, you know, it's it's something deeper. Um and so this this process, um, I loved it. You know, I really, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's 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 nerve-wracking and there's lots of adrenaline. Um, uh, but I really loved it.
1: When Chandler reached out to you and once you figured out, okay, he's the real deal, I want to do this, uh, what were the next steps for you guys? Like how did you get this project going? How did you get the associations on board? Were they already on
2: board? This was um Gosh, like grassroots, like uh, sub-grassroots, like smaller (laughs) Mm micro-roots. It it was produced on a a tiny, tiny budget. Um, You know, we filmed it in my office. We filmed it out um, at friends' locations, you know, in different backyards. (laughs) Um, Chandler did fly his crew out to Denmark, which is also awesome. You got to see that. Uh, But really, I tapped on my community. My community supported us from the very beginning, um, and we had a big um, Colorado showing. You know, we had um, so many people who participated, who were there. And really, it's my clients, it's my friends, it's my family, it's people who wanted to support me, which was amazing. Who made this happen? And those are who made this happen. And then over time, we we're like, knock knock, hey uh, ABMP, uh, what do you think about this? You know, uh, would you like to check this out? Or um, and they they were like, actually, this is really we'd like to get on board. And so they uh, we had meetings with them eventually, and and yeah, they felt that. Um, you know, this was, you know, it shares a challenging message too. Let me talk about that a little bit too. You know, that the documentary isn't all rainbows in that regard. It talks mm-hmm. about how it can be really hard, you know, yeah. to make a living in this profession, um, to take care of ourselves, to take care of our families, um, the struggle of getting started those initial years. Um, you know, I talk about how for a while there I was, you know, had a choice of either to have an office or to, uh, you know, to have a, a room in a house that I could rent. And I chose to have an office and sleep on a friend's couch mm-hmm. so that I could continue to to pursue this career. So we talk about that too. And I, I was, I was proud and a, and really admired uh, ABMP for taking on that message too and acknowledging um, some of the hardships that we face. Um, and this to me was also a rally cry for massage therapists. Like, you know, he, look at what we do, look at the struggles we face. Um, we want you to know that when you support us, when you come in and, and, um, you know maybe you're in private coming into a private practice and you're paying a little bit more for this session. I mean, look at what you're getting in return you know there's 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 so much that we're we're offering um and I think you know that that also comes across as well in in what we're able to create you're a
1: local celebrity now <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> well. Um, it's uh you know it's it's what do i what do i say i it's it's a it's a, a privilege and it's also kind of like um, you know, nobody nobody's gonna recognize me on the street, which is which is uh, cool too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, you know, if I can do things like this and talk to you guys and and help massage be a pillar of the healthcare um, profession all around the world, like, yeah, sign me up. I don't care who knows my name or who I am. Nice. Um, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to show up for that. Absolutely.
1: What has the feedback been like so far? Not just from massage community, from anybody that's watched the documentary. What kind of are things are you hearing? Um, yeah, I just I want to know what the response has been like so far. I mean, I know Mark and I both were like very, very impressed when we watched it.
2: Yeah, was good. Mm, it's it's been overwhelmingly amazing. It's people say, so I had a you know I get emails or phone calls or they call the clinic and say you know I was on the fence about going to massage school now I'm going to do it. You know, you got me inspired. Nice. Um, I'm I'm enrolled now and I, I want to come see you. I've had people fly in and want to work with me, um, just to see what it what it's all about. Um, I think. The, the, it's also kind of softening people's hearts around the, around the competition side of it, which I think is a good thing. I think it's, it's, um, um, supports massage visibility. Um, and overall it's, it's kind of like slowly permeating now that it's on YouTube, ABP has sponsored it and they've taken it, um, to the world. It's even traveling further. So I'm getting interest from, um, Cosmoprov, um, to have me come out there and speak Thanks. and do different international events as well. So it's um the one of Chandler's goals is to create an international community around massage you know that there's cultures everywhere that do this practice and how can we bring them together? How can we share um the gifts that so many so many of us have that are not seen you know and and the response is that it's being seen, and that massage therapist feels seen by this documentary in in a way they maybe never had before. I
1: think that's really cool because we do talk about a lot how massage is a global thing. And what we know as massage therapy here in Ontario is such a small fraction Mm. of what massage means around the world. So I think that's really cool that, especially that a non-massage therapist decided, I'm going to take this, this project on. That is really cool. It's,
2: It's like it's massage has reached a level in the public eye that the public is ready to to turn towards something like this. And I think that's what the significant achievement of this of this project really is beyond anything else.
1: You talked a lot in the documentary about connection. You brought this up uh, here in our conversation as well. Uh, Why is that? so important to you as a therapist and connecting with people um like i said we've talked to other people who have watched you treat or who have had treatments by you Don't make me and cry. i i'm not going to make you cry if <laughs> jonathan makes you cry it's not my fault but people actually like have told us i you know i'm probably not using the the correct words that they've used but basically in they've told us that they can sort of feel that intent from you, you know, that you're really trying to um, connect with the person that you're working with and you're able to actually like understand this person. And I don't like I don't know whatever it is you do. I'm like, I got to mm. I got to watch this guy treat more because the things I've heard about you are,
2: you know, no pressure, Jonathan, no pressure. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm touched. I'm touched. And, and to me, to me, this is it. This is. You know, this is why I get up in the morning. I had experiences of touch in my life that helped me open beyond my trauma, that helped me open beyond my ideas of who I was, beyond my own depression or suffering, beyond my own isolation, beyond my own um, uh, my own disconnection. You know, and and touch and contact was. The only way that I could start to feel safe and to peel back those layers and to to feel uh, not isolated uh, any longer and to to feel a sense of of not being alone, you know, of being loved, of being being part of something bigger than than myself. And so. That that journey is part of what I mean, I bring so much of what I've learned too, and techniques and technical things and and all that. But yeah, the the bottom line is it's that that gift of of reconnection that means so much to me that I think is why clients walk out of the treatment room, you know, just shook, you know, just shook because they didn't they didn't have any idea of what kind of connection was possible. Um, what kind of of intimacy uh, uh, was possible, and what kind of opening you know was possible for themselves and so this um you know till the day I die, if I can do that for people, if I can um humbly um provide a a window or a door for clients to show up to themselves to to tap into who they are beyond trauma or limitation or uh cultural conditioning or um All the baggage, you know, this is, and this leads into my passion for teaching and my passion for helping massage therapists and my passion for expanding our role as massage therapists. so One of the primary ways that I serve is I team up with psychotherapists and uh, their clients will come to me and I'll work with uh, clients to support their connection to themselves so that then they can go back to psychotherapy and make these huge leaps in terms of their process because now they have access to the soma, they have access to the cells that they can start opening up their tissues and those things. There's all this Uh, crap, we can get out of there. And we can come back to, you know, what's underneath all that, which is really our essence, which is really who we are. And, you know, it's it's something that I'm passionate and passionate to talk about is, is how massage therapists support people to actually connect to their, their essence, once again, to connect to something deeper, whatever you call it, if you call it spirit or self, or whatever that is for you, you know, this, if I can be a facilitator of that, if I can be a guide for that, if I can help other massage therapists learn how to do that, if I can use non-flowerly flower flowerly language around that, and I can ground it in the autonomic nervous system and understanding um the impact of somatic psychology on the body and understanding the body-mind and how all those things Relate to what I'm actually feeling under my hands the the texture of the fascia, the movement of the breath, how the the i would go say the microtubules are are able to open and close, you know allowing consciousness to flow through the body. if I can be a facilitator of that, I mean what else would I rather be doing and so connection is 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 everything to me and and how I respond not just to the pain pattern but to the the body mind intelligence on the table you know that's to me the magic that's the dance that's the synchrony and synchronism of the work with we do that's the the opportunity and you know to me that's why massage is a part of healing traditions um for eons you know before recorded history um i think that's why massage holds that place because there's something so fundamental and amazing there's such a transmission of self um that happens and and I'm reminded mark of your story you know that you shared so amazingly about you know putting your hand on your dad's heart hmm. and and transmitting something so incredible um to him in that moment um and so you amen <laughs> amen to 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 that amen to to this to this this form of 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 sacred uh, sacredness um and so um you know it's it's the i think it's the best thing we have to offer um to each other and if we want to forge a path for this world if we want to create um a way to create a society that that goes beyond the suffering that we experience now i think it's through safety i think it's through um the soma i think it's through um contact and connection i think it's through seeing each other um witnessing each other's suffering um, and, and really restoring the human nervous system, you know, not just on an individual scale, but on, on a global scale, um, and really rising up from the legacies um of trauma, oppression, and domination that that have been so so present um for so many generations. And and I know that I'm a massage therapist and I know that this is like beyond massage therapy, but I truly feel that what I do in the treatment room um is, is part of that mission, is part of that. Um, part of that connection it's part of that that deep shedding um, from the soma to liberate you know to and that's why i call my work body work for liberation you know to liberate um to liberate each of us to liberate uh, one person at a time to invite liberation you know it's already there Um, it's already present inside the body there's nothing that can be tarnished Um, when i really connect and experience somebody's um, spirit i would say on the massage table, there, there's nothing that can be tarnished there, um, and so it's 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 about bringing that essence of to me, and this is my spirituality. So I'm just going to go forward here. You know, my my spirituality is that our essence is spaciousness, and that who we are is is this alive, open, spaciousness, and and I, I can facilitate that. You know, and and, and massage therapists can facilitate that and 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 what comes in that spaciousness what comes in that openness is is connection is is the the direct contact of of cells communicating with cells um you know hearts uh, communicating with hearts uh, uh together so um you know that's that's what i'm here to do and i'm going to i'm going to try to do it and uh um i'm going to keep uh, keep working on this this mission that's so much bigger and yeah, got if I uh, if I help somebody's back, feel better, you know? Yeah, cuz that's also part of the freedom.
0: I think I know where your answer is going to be on this, but I do want I do want to hear you say it. Do you ever feel the pressure now you've been told you do great work. People telling you you do great work. Is there any pressure that you feel is there to deliver on an experience that someone is going to have with your work?
2: There is. And it's also my discipline to walk out on stage and be beyond that as well. To to walk out, I mean, that's the best metaphor I can use, Mark. Maybe you'll get into that. My, my job is c- to commune I'll say to commune with the sacred or to commune with something that is bigger than myself or the client in front of me. And so regardless of the pressure, it's it's like getting into the pocket. It's getting into the zone where I'm actually communicating with this thing. And you know what that means? That means that the session could be tiny and 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 still and small and have nothing flashy about it and be just holding someone's head for 20 minutes before i I you know do a, a kind of a a normal back massage, but if i'm communing with something i'm doing i'm doing it I'm doing the work, and so I have to trust that I have to keep showing up and believing in that and meeting meeting people where they are um um every session and even in the session excuse me, <clears throat> it's a dichotomy of you know, what a client brings to me mm-hmm. and what the the communing, the this experience of communing shares with me. And it's always it's always a dance of those two things. Um and sometimes I, I fall short, um, just to own that as well. And sometimes I exceed my wildest expectations by surrendering to it. What does falling short feel like? Oh gosh. What does that Mark, feel like to you? This is so deep and beautiful, Mark. I, yeah. Falling short to me feels like um uh it's alchemy, you know, it's the transmutation wasn't able to happen. You know, this is where this is where I get, you know, kind of pulled into um, you know, being being mindful of taking too much responsibility sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 this this delicate edge that if you really want to do work that is about communing, and this is what I try to work with my students and, and teach my students, is that it's it's so much about the inner, inner work, okay? So for me, it's somatic practice. For me, it's doing my own somatic psychotherapy. Um, it's working with masters in trauma and healing that help me heal my own body. And so what falling short means to me, it means that I'm in a treatment room and I can't get on top of the somatic resonance that's showing up in my own tissues. Mm. I can't get on top of the trauma in the field and my own nervous system is getting um dysregulated um by the amount of energy, by the extent of energy, by the legacy of the generations that have suffered, and, and that suffering is now here in the epigenetics of my uh, the person on my massage table. Mm-hmm. And so that's it's it's grand in that sense. It's a high expectation, but I don't know how to be any other way, Mark. Mm-hmm. I have to I have to show up and keep um seeing like, okay, you know, I wasn't able to hold um that anxiety in the way that I really wanted to I wasn't able to, um, you know, witness this, um, let's say a sexual trauma that this client went through that they might not even be aware of. But the tissue was giving me subtle signs of um, that there was something that happened on this level where the boundary, you know, the tissue has gone into this low tone state and the boundary has dissolved. And I can sense that, you know, and a client might not even be aware of that. And if I can't, you know, provide the right type of olive branch, you know, to 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 crack the light of safety um into those cells just a little bit, sometimes I walk away feeling like I've fallen short. So, you know, that's not ultimately true. It's everyone has their own journey. And mm-hmm. and if now is not the time for healing to happen, I trust that healing will happen in its own time, in its own way. Um, and yet um I'm kind of relentless in in trying to develop. Mastery around these things to to understand these these subtle things and to to share them with massage therapists. It's like how do you know the difference between a musculoskeletal tension pattern and a freeze response? Like how do you know? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about the subtle signals. Let's talk about what it actually means. Um, let's talk about how you know. Let's what is the science of how quote unquote energy um, gets stuck in an area? You know. Let's let's go beyond. Let's look at the the theories on this. Let's look at um you know what what actually is the cutting edge around all this stuff so um you know that's that's just me it's uh compassion my wife uh who is an acupuncturist um says i'm an earth constitution uh so just the the bountiful uh compassion that means sometimes I suffer as well you know compassion is is suffering um alongside someone based on
1: everything i've just heard uh it would sound to myself and probably to some of the listeners that. You were really born to do some type of work in healing, but I know that um, you weren't the kid that was like, "I've been massaging people since I was five. and you know this. Mm. This was not your your lifelong passion. Um, you found massage. Mm. Did were you always a very um, spiritually connected person? Was uh, did did going into body bodywork? change you in that way did you discover a
2: connection you're 100 right amanda i never like i'm gonna be a massage therapist or or i was a kid giving people back rubs no (laughs) that 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 wasn't who i was I was probably the sensitive kid you know uh, not talking in the corner you know feeling everything um feeling what everybody was going through um and not knowing how to help Mm -hmm. um not knowing how to respond you know that's that's the kid that i was and so you know, I had some experience um, in my life with hands-on healing, um, and so that was uh, a kind of an awakening for me or, or an opening for me. Um, so that's not, you know, let's say that's not massage per se, but that what I experienced with that, if you take it out of any religious or um, even mystical context for the moment, what I experienced in, in hands-on healing was people being present. With each other, people um, giving warmth and positive intention to each other, and that that alone was was enough to spark my interest around um <clears throat> what's possible with healing i think if I, if I was in a traditional culture, you know then maybe there would have been some medicine man or woman who would have taken me under their wing and and showed me you know how to organize all these sensations in my body and how to make sense of all the empathic experiences i was having all the you know now i would call somatic resonance um the way that i was a huge tuning fork for for so many so much of what was unspoken you know in the people around me in the field around me so to speak um but i was you know in this culture uh, which is fine uh, and i had to kind of stumble upon it you know through massage therapy i was so yes i was i was always interested in wisdom traditions i was at uh, cornell university I'm looking to study in um religious studies studying tantra and sanskrit and all this mystical stuff but I on at the end of the day I was I was still spinning my wheels um you know it, that stuff wasn't I I love that stuff I love what it teaches it wasn't healing me at the time um and so I dropped to plan B which was not being a religious studies professor which was being a massage therapist and um that that was um a switch towards maybe uh, understanding to experience. And so what happened for me was massage therapist became an experience of connection, became an experience of healing rather than an understanding of it. And so I guess, yes, I think on some level, um, my nature, you know, definitely identify with, um, you know, the wounded healer type of ideology or archetype, you know, the, um, you know, through climbing through our own struggles, um, which massage really helped me do, um, then I was able to offer so much to, to others uh, to build my own capacity. Yeah. see, I
1: know you've listened to some other episodes and you've probably heard Mark say, I don't I don't connect with my patients. I can, you know, he's he's the biomechanics guy. He's the injury guy. And, you know, I keep hearing you talk about healers and we all do this to some extent. What do you have to say to Mark? Do you think that he really is just the mechanical guy looking at somebody's body? You know, getting them back in shape, ready to play, and see you later.
2: Well, uh, uh, if I could be a little cheeky, uh, I, I think Mark's a teddy bear. So, uh, <laughs> I, 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 you know, if, uh, if I put that out, let's start with let me say that. But then beyond that, Mark, when you when you rattle off, um, you know, movements or or kinesiology turns, that that's a religious experience for me. So uh, that's that's the other <laughs> side of it. But uh, but I also say is like there's so many different clients looking for so many different things and we all have so many different medicines. So who cares? Who cares? Like if it's, if it's what you're meant to be doing and and people are walking away with big fat smiles on their faces, like who cares? Like it's, it's, it's you, it's you and your hands. It's like, it's like having a musician, you know, you don't, you don't need any rules around that. You Mm -hmm. know, a, a good musician for you is a good musician for you. and so. Like I, I, I support it and I bet, I bet I could, I could language some really cool things um, that Mark does. If he ever worked on me that, that are incredibly connective um, because his clients get results, you know? And so to me, there's something that you're doing that connects with, um, with that healing power within somebody's body. Um and and you're definitely taking advantage of placebo. So that's that's true too. <laughs> there you go.
1: I, I love the Jonathan here <laughs> language. Who cares? Right. Like that is that is probably in my my list of top five favorite things about the massage community in general. Is like I sit here on this couch or in my captain's chair wherever I am that day and I mm. meet therapists. Majority of us have similar, if not the same education, you know, maybe some differences in some continuing education we've taken, but technical skills, fundamental knowledge, like it, it's the same. Mm. And yet we couldn't be a more eclectic group of people mm-hmm. if i if I tried you know every every therapist I meet is so different, and that's the great thing because, as you said Jonathan there's clients that come in, and something about me I was having this mm-hmm. conversation with a therapist the other day where she said majority of therapists are um are busy, and i I mean we've said this before too, but majority of therapists are busy and have their clients solely based on the connection they've made with those people. I'm like totally. I majority of the people that I treat now are people that have followed me around this city mm. and I could find them a therapist that could probably even be a better fit for them for, you know, what they're coming for treatment for, but they're not going to leave me. They're going to continue to follow me because we've made some sort of connection and I've become part of their their life at some point.
2: Yeah. I I mean, I would even I would even postulate that um, the connection is is more important than the results, and and I don't mean that to downplay um, the results because the results are are huge. They're huge, but um, you know, our clients love us because of who we are. And I really I agree with you, Amanda. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's something special. It's something even non something you can't even name sometimes.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. Actually, I w- I was telling this story. I got uh, a text message from a client that I used to treat years ago. I haven't, I haven't seen him or his wife in probably, uh, when did we move here? Nine years ago? Nine years. Um, I used to treat both him and his wife. They've since moved out of the city. They have two children, blah, 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 which I only know because of social media. But he sent me a message a few months back and said, you know, my wife and I were just talking and your name came up and uh, we just wanted to reach out and say, you know, in all these years we've never forgotten you. We both miss being on your table. Like we miss he said, not even not even just the treatment we just miss you and your personality and everything that you did for us. And I was like, that was mm-hmm. so nice. He was going to make me cry. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of crying going on. <laughs> so much crying. Jonathan, for people that haven't heard about the documentary, yeah, can you let them, people know they where it. they can find it?
0: It's so good. Good. Yes.
2: Yeah. You can find it on the ABMP YouTube channel. Um, if you Google ABMP touched a massage story, um, you'll find it there. You can also find it on my website, site, bodyworkforliberation.com. Um, we have a link and a page to it there. Um, and it's, you know, it's free and available. It's it's 30 minutes. And, um, you know, you can read some of the comments um, right there on the YouTube page. Um, we want to make we want the long term goal was we wanted to make it accessible for everyone. And now it is
1: super exciting. So I know the answer to this question already but since you have listened you know we always ask people if you won the lottery whatever the jackpot is let's say it's 25 million dollars I don't know what it is I don't play the lottery if you won the lottery what are you doing Jonathan are you know are answer. you re, are you retiring <laughs> from massage or what are we doing here
2: I'm doing service and research mm. that's what I'm doing oh. I'm doing research into this mystery into forms of therapy that we haven't even imagined yet and i'm doing service i'm uh, traveling with my wife which we've already done you know we, we go to nepal and we do massage um out in places where they don't have health care and she does acupuncture um and so we run these service trips as well so i would I would do that. Well, I would do more things. I would I would hire a manager for my clinic. <laughs> 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 uh which I'm in the process of doing, but I would do it immediately. Um and then I would I would focus my, myself on advancing the profession and advancing myself um because we need healing now more than ever um in the world and, and that's um that's my mission. So I would devote even more even more of my energy to that.
0: I'm laughing because not not your answer at all. I'm laughing because I realized what I would do if I won these millions and millions. I would buy the world massage championship, <laughs> <laughs> and then I would build it so it's massive just to piss everyone off. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh boy! You're a special dude, man. You're a special dude. Thanks for being here. I, uh, I, I'm gonna post. I'm also gonna post that on on my uh, my Facebook and then. And also, on the two massage therapists in a microphone page, Facebook page as well, so you guys be able to check that out there,
1: yeah, I mean, Jonathan, we definitely um between this podcast our our media company, whatever, if there's any way mm. that we can help you get the word out because i would like this idea of mm. people really just getting to to be seen, like you said, therapists getting to be seen, and mm-hmm. I think that was sort of one of the intents of doing the podcast. So if there's any way we can help you, we
2: are mm, in. Thank you so much, both of you. I feel there's warmth um, in my chest and and um, you're both sweet souls. And um, uh, yeah, I'm a recent parent too and I'm just amazed by everything you guys have going on and are cranking out um, and uh, admire you both as well. Uh, you, 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 I think you represent something special in that you don't um, cater to uh to the 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 popular or big picture um whatever it is you guys are are you true to yourselves and so that that moves me oh thanks right on, we're buddy. not we're not popular <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> appreciate you man you're a special guy yes thank you so much did you leave yeah. your socials and all that stuff yeah com. if you're a massage therapist and you're inspired or you want to learn from me um, or even if you want to check out my clinic and come work it for me in Colorado. Um, you can uh, go to my website. Um, There's a trainings uh, menu there. I have an online course. Beautiful. Um, I love doing mentor groups. Uh, We do also have the Instagram, you know, and uh, Facebook pages for Butterwork for Liberation Training. Um, You know, I love uh, people who want to move this profession forward. I want to be hanging out with you. Cool, cool, cool.
0: Right on, brother. This is Thanks for
2: coming by. Thank you so much. Anytime.
0: You guys have been listening to Two Massage Therapists and a Microphone. Peace.